Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 8th of August. Today, Ricky Stewart set to pay the price for his press conference comments. Is David Warner Cricket Australia's silver bullet? And LeBron James is coming to Australia. But first... The Commonwealth Games are coming to a close, but Australian athletes continue to deliver golden moments, even if some of our fan favourites felt agonisingly short. Kim and Yale leads, bowls rallying, he's a metre and a half behind, he's a metre behind, he's closing, 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 Kim and Yale in front, bowl won't quite do it, and Kim and Yale becomes the first to win it twice, and bowl gets the silver. Peter Bowl putting on one hell of a performance in the men's 800 metres final and taking silver in the end as called on Australia's official Commonwealth Games broadcaster, Channel 7. I raced the best way I could and came a little bit short, but we still got a medal in the Commonwealth Games, so we're second, so that's pretty good. But not everyone came in second. The mighty Australians have struck gold. They complete a trilogy that may never be repeated. T20 World Cup champions, 50 over World Cup champions, and now Commonwealth gold medal winners. The Aussie women's cricket team rubber-stamped their application to be crowned arguably the most dominant team in all of world sport after defeating India in the gold medal match. But the women's javelin saw Australia complete one of the most thrilling quinellas of the games. She needs to throw over 64-27 to move back into the lead. Can the champ do it? It's out there. It's sailing. Sailing. It's close. Oh, this is real line ball. After trailing for most of the final, two-time world champion Kelsey Lee Barber had one final throw to attempt to snatch the gold medal away from countrywoman Mackenzie Little. Barber already had a Com Games bronze and silver in her trophy cabinet. So did she complete the set? She hit it really hard and it sailed out there and it's right on the line. It's a virtual line, so we'll have to wait and see. Here it comes. She's in front. She hit the door. Wow, 64-43. It is better. You bet she did. With her final throw of the games, as called on Channel 7, Barber completed a thrilling win with Mackenzie Little taking silver, a ripping result for the Australian team. No one could ever accuse Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart about lacking passion for his job. When you get refereeing, oh, sorry, when you get poor refereeing decisions that are just incorrect, purely incorrect, that frustrates you because it's a tight competition, it's a tight game, every game's a tight game. He cares deeply about the game and his team, and his post-match press conferences over the journey are never boring. I look like a whinger, which I don't really give a shit about. But... After his Raiders went down 26-6 against the Penrith Panthers on Saturday night, Ricky broke new ground when he spoke to the media after the loss. He was a weak-gutted dog as a kid, and he hasn't changed now. He's a weak-gutted dog person now. Okay, so let's put Ricky's comments into context. During the game, after being tackled, Panthers 5'8", Jamin Salmon lashed out with his boot, collecting Raiders hooker Tom Starling in the, hmm, how best to describe the area? Twig and plums. And Ricky didn't think it was an accident. Hence his post-match comments. You know, where Salmon kicked Tommy, he, he don't on. And I've had history with that kid. I know that kid very well. He's, he was a weak-gutted dog as a kid, and he hasn't changed now. He's a weak-gutted dog person now. Ricky released a statement yesterday saying that he was speaking as a father and not a football coach when he made those comments, and that he was reacting to a family situation that he thought he dealt with but clearly hadn't. Stewart outlined that there was history between Salmon and his family, but he shouldn't have brought it up the way he did. 
But that's not the end of this little saga. But wait, there's more. It's since been revealed by News Corp that the family interaction Stuart had with Salmon dates back to when their sons played together in under-12s and an incident between the pair left Stuart's son in tears. So it would seem Ricky was after some payback some 12 years later, but the father of Jamin Salmon has called on the NRL to take action over Ricky's comments, believing that his son has been wronged by a man he hasn't known since he was 12. And the whispers are that Ricky could face an extended ban from attending Raiders games. With broadcast partner Channel 7 threatening legal action over what they perceived as being a poor product, Cricket Australia is desperate to make the upcoming Big Bash season a success. And having already introduced a new draft format for international players, now Cricket Australia is searching for an Aussie Pied Piper. We know a Pied Piper. And he goes again over mid on. That's another six. Sensational hit from Warner. David Warner, the Pied Piper of T20 cricket, looks set to shun the riches of the UAE's newly formed T20 league to stay local and sign with the Sydney Thunder for the upcoming Big Bash season. The Age reports that Davey W is set to sign a deal worth at least $340,000, the equivalent of the highest paid international players in the league. But the hope is that Warner's presence will not only bring star power to this season, but potentially encourage other Aussies who are being chased by the UAE League to hang around for the Aussie summer. Fingers crossed. James catch, fire, ball game! He did it! LeBron James wins it for Cleveland! He's been the most dominant force in the sport of basketball for the past two decades. And LeBron James is headed to the NBL. No, 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 you're crazy, no! Okay, so it's not the LeBron James. But it is a LeBron James. Oh, the deflection and the steal by Bronny James. And the finger roll off the glass. Bronny has given Sierra Canyon the lead. LeBron James Jr., a.k.a. Bronny James, the son of arguably the second greatest basketball player of all time, will be eligible to be drafted into the NBA in 2024. But his plans for next year are up in the air, according to sports website The Athletic, which lists Bronny's options as spending a year in college, 12 months playing with the NBA's development team, G League Ignite, which produced Australia's latest top 10 draftee, Dyson Daniels, or Bronny could follow in the footsteps of Josh Giddy and LaMelo Ball and use the NBL as the platform from which to launch his NBA future. A future that his famous father wants to be a part of. Bronny is number one on my list. That's dope. He's number one on my list that I want to play with for sure. You want him to beat you? Nah, he can't beat me. Sydney Kings owner Paul Smith has already declared that Sydney is the only city big enough for Bronny and his famous surname if he were to head down under. Unlike his behemoth six foot eight power forward father, Bronny is a six foot three point guard who is currently ranked 39th on ESPN's top recruit rankings. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.